Hey ladies, if you enjoy hearing cheesy yet meaningful quotes, listening to funny stories, or just talking about the college life, then check out the Live Radiant podcast, only on Campus 180 Radio. All right. What up? What up, Steve? <laughs> you know, chilling. Oh man. Not so, chill at all. So informal. so throwback monday (laughs) this is going to be the strangest attempt we've made at a podcast this is this could be it we have steve and tirza like we often do and we have a special guest as my wife asia is here hey Yay. You can talk louder so that I don't have to edit your voice way loud. Okay. I heard it. I don't know how to do that. Will... So when there's sound issues, you. it's either someone is going to be screaming at the top of their lungs through the speakers or someone is going to be impossible to hear. Yeah. I'm a mumbler. So am I. Mm. Terrific. so buckle up um we wanted to just have a conversation that had no agenda and we'll decide what we'll call the episode after we talk to each other for 25 minutes all right (laughs) steve is so excited for this experiment so excited but it's one of those things you know how like when you're like hey i just want to talk and somebody's like fine Let's talk. And then all of a sudden you can't think of things to talk about. (laughs) Because it's so awkward. Yeah. This is going to be the best audio content ever published. Maybe we should start out like, what's the deal with... What's the deal? (laughs) That was a really good Jerry Seinfeld. Hey, thank you. (laughs) She's been working on it for decades. For decades. (laughs) Yeah. Noise. So what's the deal with what, Asia? Yeah, what is the deal with anything? Asia's dealing herself solitaire. I love solitaire. Card games are great. I haven't played solitaire in years. And I had to actually look it up to like I couldn't remember how you set it up, how many cards were (laughs) in a pile and Yeah. No, that's a good one. Is that, um, did you set any new intentions or resolutions for your new year of life? Me, myself? Yes. Yeah. I, you just had a birthday. Oh. Um, the birthday's not till the end of the month, but we gosh. celebrated this past weekend uh, with wine tastings and scary ski lift fall foliage viewings yeah. See, that, sounds, that sounds amazing when you initially showed awesome. that <laughs> now did you drink first or later <laughs> no we did it after okay <laughs> we when... figured that might be safer if we you know did oh. drinking afterwards mm-hmm. i don't know though because having a really anxious person up on a ski lift is more dangerous than having a <laughs> i wasn't very more relaxed anxious. lightly tipsy one <laughs> Well, it's funny because, like, you never, like, my my friend Stephanie, like, she's the adventurous one most of the time. 
we got her on the chair and we started going up and she's like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you don't want I'm somebody like, saying what? that. Once you're That's, on the lift, you cannot get off. That is yeah. my feeling about most things. <laughs> that you don't like it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Steve, we're um, going to record a podcast. I don't like it. I don't like that. <laughs> this should not be it. I want to be part of it. So the, the drinking beforehand would have been a good strategy because I have heard that when you are more inebriated and you fall, you tend to ragdoll a little bit. Oh. And, yeah. and, it's and, actually and, safer. And it's actually safer, yeah. Yeah, you're okay. just a little bit more loosey-goosey. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, for the future. Yeah, yeah, where did you all go to do this? Where can we go on a ski lift? Well, we we went to Bristol Mountain, which is here in Bristol, New York. Okay, the cat is scratching our newish to us couch and I am flipping out over here. Oh, you got your couch. How is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's amazing and super comfortable and it's too big for our little living room, but <laughs> we really like it. So good. Like it's it. not fit on it we do so. we can most of us can be lying down and you can still fit other butts on the couch <laughs> that is so good that's pretty good for a family of five it yeah. is i just like how you're you're like i am flipping out about this <laughs> in the most well, calm voice yeah. listen if we were not recording i would be looking to hurl pillows blankets oh, that's okay you're allowed to harm machinery. cats on the show this is the show that's allowed, so we can bring up that Jeff didn't want a cat in the first place, yeah. and now that we have a couch, he's more than usual thinking of ways to get rid of it. I think you get- should fight it using, like, it should be on even playing field. So, and you can, you should scratch and bite. <laughs> you can't throw things. Cats get one of those uh, spray water on it. That's what we do. Well, that's what I do. That's, yeah. Well, Asia always says we'll spray it, but there's never a spray bottle around I, when she starts clawing. <laughs> I've gotten her a couple times. It's just never handy. Uh, you can never trust a cat. It's probably and the problem is I can't just leave. I can't leave the spray bottle laying around anywhere because my two year old will take it and spray everything. <laughs> yeah. Interestingly enough, that proved to be the downfall of my brother Daniel when he was about that age, two years old. Now, back in the day, I don't know if you like were in a house where moms ironed clothes, but again, Italian Catholic mother, uh, she definitely ironed clothes. And (laughs) they didn't have these fancy irons with all these sets and a water container in them. So she would have a spray bottle that she sprayed the clothes and then ironed to get the steam effect yeah yeah um and then she'd be done iron she'd put the iron up high so none of us boys could get it and she put the spray bottle next to it and daniel wanted the spray bottle and was climbing up on a chair and he tried to get leverage and he pulled the cord of the iron down onto his hand and still hot it was very hot yeah he has a scar still yeah. Um, anyway, not worth it, Dan. No way. No. <laughs> Spray bottle. I like how you he prefaced it by saying it was his, his downfall. downfall. I was like, he hit his downfall <laughs> at two. Ever since Come then. On. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's been climbing back to the top ever since. 
Um, okay, yeah, maybe that was overselling it a little bit. It was a grievous <laughs> tragedy in the Pilcher house. Yes, okay. Speaking... he also had his arms pulled out of his like shoulder sockets. As yeah, well. that was a couple years later. Uh, Dan was the temper tantrum kid that like would hit his head into the floor when he was not getting his way. Yeah. Like your denial of my desire is so painful to me that my consolation will be to injure myself in my forehead and so uh at at our local mall they used to have a very fun kids kind of play area inside in the corridor and it had these like statues you could climb up on and these gigantic foam bricks that you could like jump on from one to the other and all sorts of things and again in my memory as a you know five six year old this thing was gigantic. The statue you could climb up on and these foam bricks were, you know, each the size of, you know, a couch. And I know if I saw them today, I'd be like, that's what all the fuss was. Like, it's not, (laughs) it's not as magnificent as it is in my memory. But anyway, Dan did not want to leave the, the play area and he wasn't hitting his head on the ground. He was just on his back you know flailing to keep my mom from dragging him away and you can only have a screaming child in a public place for so long before you'll do anything to put an end to the noise and so my mom just grabbed him by both of his forearms and said come on and with saying the word on she gave a yank that pulled both of his shoulders uh on the socket and both of them got very quiet and very intense looks on their faces as uh the arms hung uselessly at his side (laughs) luckily the doctor was right across the street from the mall so wow that's like not funny but at the same time Just, well, just the way you said that, that his, he got this intense look on his face while his arms just hung there. Uselessly. It was just like they both got that look of this just went too far. <laughs> you know, it's that, it's that thing yeah. when just it, you're having fun and then it got out of hand mm-hmm. and you're all looking at each other like, whoops, what do we do? Mm-hmm. I've had that look many a time. Yeah. Yeah. Going back a little bit to. To the irons. Yeah, to irons. That reminded me of Marv from uh, Home Alone. Oh, getting smacked in the face. Let me tell you what is the worst movie to just (laughs) listen to. It's Home Alone, hands down. My my daughter has while she's doing homework sometimes, for whatever reason, she's decided that listening to movies, not watching them, listening to them, is her jam. And so the one day I came down on like just came down to visit her while she was doing her work and I just hear like all these screams and <laughs> clanks and like horrible noises. Like what are you listening to? Oh, it's just home alone. So that is awful. Yeah, it was real bad. That's So this brings up an interesting, I read an article yesterday. I don't know how I ended up on it. I think I was just bored, but uh, there is a DuckTales cartoon on the Disney channel. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I was a big fan of the original DuckTales. Yeah, me too. Disney afternoon variety. 
and some of the other programming like Tailspin and Dark oh, Duck. Yes. And so anyway, yeah, this new DuckTales show has like introduced Darkwing Duck. And it's kind of doing yeah, Asia's already excited by this. <laughs> Sorry. We're you. We're on a podcast. You can't do a very audible <laughs> yawn while I'm talking about Ducktales. Um, I can. It's almost eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> it might not be when they're listening to it. We have to maintain the illusion that this is happening right when oh, they're listening I want to them us. To know that we're doing this at this time. Can I keep my yeah, Ducktales go thing going? <laughs> they brought they're they're doing kind of a shared universe all within the darkwing duck they're kind of introducing those other disney afternoon characters and properties into the show but they were making a point that like darkwing duck was kind of uh buffoonish he was always getting himself hurt he had the anvils like dropped on his head and that cartoon violence kind of thing happened to him a lot and even after he's all beat up he would then win the day in the old show Mm -hmm. The problem with having him on DuckTales is Donald Duck is also in the world of DuckTales, and he also gets beat Mm -hmm. up in all sorts of cartoony ways, and that they had to tweak the sound effects for Darkwing Duck, because when Donald gets hurt, it's very cartoony, and when the anvil lands on his foot, it's the boing sound, instead of when the anvil lands on Darkwing's foot, it's the crunch sound, where, like... You want to feel Darkwing get beat up so he's like the underdog for his fight. Mm-hmm. Versus Donald, you just want to see him whine and complain and then get back to whatever was going on. Right. Huh. Anyway. That's weird. I remember thinking, like, as an adult, a duck dressed in a superhero costume does not sound that awesome. But as a kid, oh my gosh. I had so many Darkwing Duck toys. <laughs> I had a bunch of those toys, too. It was cool, you know, because, you know, for us that likes comic books, you know, Spider-Man's Rogue's Gallery, Batman's Rogue's Gallery, these villains that they go up against are kind of the more interesting element of the character. And they did a good job with Darkwing Duck's villains. I can't remember his villains. I just remember his cool hat. That's it? And he had the gas gun. Yeah, and a a double-breasted suit. (laughs) <laughs> for whatever yeah. reason <laughs> that's the best thing to fight crime <laughs> no he had like a whole like team of villains like i think it was the fearsome five he had the plant guy bushroot he had the evil version of himself negaduck bushroot bushroot negaduck there was oh, a nice. magnet guy negaduck negaduck like negative negative yes okay <laughs> Megavolt was the was the magnet bad guy or electricity bad guy, I forget. There were some others, I don't remember. Some solid names. Yeah, was, they did all right with Darkwing yeah. Duck. Way cooler than Donald. All right, Tears, take us on our next one. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't even. <laughs> From Darkwing Duck. She fell asleep while we were well, talking about. What, what was about. your favorite Disney afternoon show? Huh. Did your family even watch Disney afternoon shows? I did. Well, I definitely, I mean, it's really hard to distinguish between like the four that always played one after the other. You know, you had Tailspin, Darkwing, 
What, Chip and Dale. Oh, that show is so awesome. Oh, of yes. course. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. That song alone. They all had such they good music. They did all have too. good music. So, I mean, I I remember the opening credits much more than anything that happened in any episode. Mm-hmm. But I was more. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. I will say that the cartoon that beats all of them, though, is Animaniacs. Which they're doing a revival of. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if that's any Yeah, good. we'll see. I thought that was the most clever one of them all. Yeah, and it aged pretty well. It did age well. Yeah, as an adult, you go back and you see some things like, oh, that's a lot. Of, that's something funny that I didn't catch. Or, or that's something or inappropriate. inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Got that adult humor in there. I remember a couple of years ago, the guy that voiced Wacko did an updated version of the countries of the world. Did he? Oh. Did. I think on Twitter. Anyway, yeah, they had great, great little segments. It was a, yeah. a kind of variety show. It was, and it, yeah, I liked all of, the, all of the different segments, and of all of those shows too. That was probably the most educational because you did get the state songs and the country songs, mm-hmm. and one good idea, bad idea. Good idea, bad idea. Yes, oh, I loved good idea, bad oh, idea. Good. Asia didn't watch kids' cartoons. She was always very edgy in her media consumption. Yeah. She was a Beavis and Butthead kid, I think. <laughs> that's a cartoon. Ren and Stimpy. Well, yeah, but that's like edgy. Yeah, that is edgy. I did not have access to Nickelodeon. Oh, so you watched South Park? That's like too Whoa. much. I don't even... Do we have to bleep hey. that out? <laughs> Are you even a Christian? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm... Oh my goodness! <laughs> Is that trademarked? Can you say that? <laughs> yes, they didn't say "Oh my goodness" after they killed Kenny. <laughs> Hello, children. Remember the chat? Oh my gosh, Asia, <laughs> you have totally depraved our podcast. I heard it was a... so wholesome. Said anything inappropriate. <laughs> I was listening to a presenter today who kept saying, "Okay, okay, okay." okay. <laughs> Yeah, I remember watching Beavis and Butthead a few times, and I thought it was amazing. Amazing, amazing! It was so much funnier than other stuff, <laughs> but I was not allowed to watch it. Can I tell you, like every now and then, Liam, my ten-year-old, yeah. will like throw his shirt up on his head. Yeah, and I so badly want him to go cornhole. <laughs> <laughs> He has no idea what that is. Does he have to know? And we don't want to show him. Uh, will anyone want to listen to any of this? So much of it. It's great. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I, I remember... Basically, we're just recounting plots from like, yeah. old cartoons. Here, so why here's, a, not? here's a topic. Hold on. Okay, what do you got? No agenda. That was the thing. It's okay, but this is one that we could do lists with. Asia's is playing solitaire, and I know all of us really like games mm-hmm. in some variety. What are some of the favorite games that we've been doing or best games of all time? Board games, card games. Let's stick with board and card and like group games versus video games well okay so best games of all time or favorite favorite games 
Oh my gosh, my favorite game is going to be declawing this cat with my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I've never played that one. No, <laughs> I would like to watch that. How though. many players is that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, at least okay. two. No, you said with your teeth. One is the cat. <laughs> you said with your teeth. Does that mean no hands? Because I would pay money to watch that. No, he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to do it because if it's just him, that he's gonna have to hold the cat down, and he's gonna have to bite off the claws of his teeth. Yeah, man. Yeah, because those cats are nuts. All right, let's let's put some constraints on our game okay. selection. Um, one that you think is a classic, one that you love and you don't have to justify it, you just mm-hmm. love it, and there's no rhyme or reason to it, and one kind of new to you game. Okay. Hmm. Um, I'm going to start with a new to me game. So if you can all think of a new to you game that you enjoy. I played a game called War Chest with my friend Josh the other day. It's from AEG Games, um, and I think AEG is Aldrich Entertainment Group or something like that. Anyway, um, you play it by drafting cards, and there's only like 12 cards, um, but you kind of throw out in a two-player game eight cards to choose from or whatever. And you take turns back and forth picking a card. And each card comes with four or five poker chips that represent that kind of a military unit. So it could be an archer or a pikeman or a soldier or a berserker or a mercenary or a guy that runs a catapult or whatever. And so you you, you get four different units on your side he's got four units they're all represented by poker chips and you basically throw your poker chips in a bag and draw three out at a time and use them as effectively as you can to take ground on a map and the first person to kind of win six control six locations on the map wins and it plays really quick about 20 minutes but i just thought it was such a clever game really neat way to learn you know how these different guys can work together and get you to victory either you know kind of rushing across the board or trying to take out all the opponent units it was really fun war chest okay give a new to you game well it might be the same one that you would choose but i really liked playing clank I was the same one I was going to choose. I told you. So, if you want to choose that one. No, I have a different one. Okay. I like the game Clank. It's just a fun board game. Um, I guess that you considered a deck building game. Yes, Yes, a deck building board game with cool objectives. And yeah, it had just nice gameplay and. Uh, really interesting turns, and it was fun for a small group. Sure was. Yeah. If you like games like Dominion, uh, Clank is a great step up. Uh, it has a good board game element, too. That's from Renegade Games. So what was the Star Wars game that we played? Oh. Yeah. With me? 
We played the Star the, Wars the role playing yeah. Oh, the role playing yeah. game. Yeah, Star Wars role playing with that from FFG. Yeah, that was awesome. I just I I like role playing games in general. So that but that one was really really fun. I liked the uh, I liked the the dice system. I thought that was cool. Yeah, they have a really fun uh, system they use for a lot of their role playing games. Great. Asia, you got a new to you game? I was too. Yeah, Clank. 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 Yeah. Um, I did. I introduced that to my brother and sister in law recently too, and they enjoyed that. I, I don't think there's anyone that I've played it with that's been like, oh, I don't like this. Um, it's a pretty, pretty palatable game, easy to pick up after a couple turns. So, yeah. Clank, great game. Does anyone have uh, just. This is my game. I might not get to play it a lot. I don't have a reason for loving it specifically, but it is just one of my favorites, no matter what. Seven Wonders. Asia likes the game oh, Seven that's a good Wonders. One. I don't play that often. Do we have it? No, we don't have it. A new edition just came out. So the old one is sometimes uh-huh. on sale. Seven Wonders is a great game. Again, that's kind of like a, a card drafting game. It's a little bit different from a deck builder, but you take a card and then you pass the rest of the cards that you didn't pick to your partner. You get someone else's cards. And Wes uh, Coddington, when he taught us that game, he said, you make 18 decisions and then you tally the score. <laughs> hmm. so, yeah. Fun game. I think Cities and Nights, Catan, is probably like my go-to yeah. game. I never win it, or very seldom. You do win sometimes, yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. I can, while I'm not playing, I can make cool designs with the wooden pieces. Um, so that, there's, that's fulfilling. Yeah, the, the fun side <laughs> yeah. game of every Catan. Yes. Yeah. I would also have said Cities and Nights for Catan, mm-hmm. um, which I do usually win. <laughs> um, but since Steve chose that one, I will choose Rook. Rook is my, one of my, my favorite card game that has um, Trump. It's a Trump card game, and it's fun with Let's see, we've done two, three, four, five, or six players. It's you can do teams or you can do cutthroat. Um, and I like it's a I like the play of that one. That's a good one. Um I'll say for me, um, the game side, which is just this really overly complicated resource management, board control location control, resource control. I don't even know how to describe it. It is a overly complicated game with too many things going on, but it's got a really neatly designed world. There's a lot of cool art. It kind of takes place in a alternate history post-World War One, where, um, you know, just in the middle of Europe, as all these kind of countries are re- rebuilding after the war they've also got control of these giant mechs that can 
you know, do battle for them. And so it, there's a, there's an element of the game where you want to kind of keep the peace and build up your, your faction and score points without actually getting into too many battles. But some, some groups are really good at fighting and winning battles and that can win them resources that they didn't actually earn. Um, there's too much going on. Asia won't go <laughs> anywhere near that one. Um, if it's got more than like three complex rules, she's out. Um, and that one's got about a dozen complex rules, but I love it. Anything with mechs in it is cool. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of cool games of mechs. Climbing a mech, causing yeah. mayhem. Mech. Have you guys ever played yes. Balderdash? Do you like that? I like that game. Is that your classic selection? Yeah, That's a so. solid game. It is a fun game. I've had fun with it before, but at the same time, I'm I don't have too much ability to think creatively in a time constrained um, manner. So it's often hard for me if I have to make up a definition. I would find that difficult, but I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I was usually good at the acronyms when that was oh, yeah. one of the options. The dates mm-hmm. you can make up pretty much anything. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, for my classic, I would say categories mm-hmm. is just, I love it every time I get to play it. I don't know why. D&D, man. D&D. The classic yeah, role-playing role game. So it's that one's also a new to me one, fairly new to me, um, for the last year or so. But that's really fun. I've been having fun. Oh my goodness, I like playing dominoes. Actually, dominoes. So, cl- like a classic domino. Do you ever do uh, Mexican oh, train? No, or really, just re- what do you just got playing. Yeah, I haven't even gotten into any of the variations. Of gameplay. Never played Peruvian Airplane? No, not that one. (laughs) That is not a thing. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty quick. He is so good at Balderdash. You're good at (laughs) Balderdash. All right. Well, that is our list. Email us and let us know what is on your list. You should Tell email us. Email yeah. At this podcast at campus180.com. That's right. That's campus180.com. Something happens dot com. to my brain when there is a combination of letters and numbers. <laughs> it's called dyslexia. <laughs> what? Which is probably why we're not getting anything else. It took me so long to figure out how to spell one and also put 80 on the end. (laughs) And yet you have no trouble with ICU81MI. That's right. Don't tell tell me that is. What did that stand (laughs) for? That was Tracy Morgan's uh, vanity vanity plate. plate. My wife said it's inscrutable. (laughs) Yes. In 30 Rock? Rock? Yeah. (laughs) I <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> well, next time we get to just talk about nothing, we'll talk about uh, non yes, Disney Let's do that one. Saturday like. morning cartoons next time. No. <laughs> Uh, Disney Afternoon was basically Saturday morning cartoons light. Although we didn't get to mention oh, Batman the Animated Series, X-Men, Ninja Turtles. Like, Darkwing Duck was the closest thing to people yeah. fighting each other that we got to watch, pretty much. Man. All right. Okay, let's enough, see if we can probably. salvage something from that. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, I'm just going to put it out like this. There's all sorts of stuff. We've got other shows you can listen to on anchor.fm at Campus 180. And you can check us out on our website, campus180.com, Facebook, Instagram, other things. Email us at this podcast at campus180.com. And we will see you very soon. Bye. Adios. Bye. Peace.